Hi, you guys. I'm back. How are thou? <laughs> Let me not waste no time and let's just get straight to it, shall we? We shall. has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. The Saturn V building up to 7.6 million pounds of You're jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. Whatever. Yeah. 
bitch, I prove it. Uh-huh. Dealer of the dead floor, making all y'all stomp and crap. You feeling me? Damn sure. I had the answers for your dancers since way back, putting it down like that. I came in the door, 20 or more. Watch the dance floor, cause we like it raw. John got my head spinning like a set of rims. Love the brother like a pair of gems. What the deal, shorty? On the rock with me, take it back through the ride with me. Spin the cast like Monopoly. Words slurred and my vision is blurred. But a party ain't a party till I slide with a bird. Yo, yeah. well, party ain't a party till it's ran all through. And leave it to my food, it's gonna be play a proof. After three hours, we gon' blow off this group. A party ain't a party till it's ran all through. A party ain't a party till it's ran all through. And leave it to my food, it's gonna be play a proof. After three hours, we gon' blow off this group. A party ain't a party till it's ran all through. Yo, well, party ain't a party till it's ran all through. And leave it to my food, it's gonna be play a proof. After three hours, we gon' blow off this group. A party ain't a party till it's ran all through. A party ain't a party till it's ran all through And leave it to my crew, it's gon' be player proof After three rounds, we gon' blow off this roof A party ain't a party till it's ran all through guys what it do what's up you already know it's your girl cocaine kisses oh i'm back i'm back on my bullshit i am here and wow guys (laughs) a lot of shit is uh yeah been going on and i'm pretty certain a lot of shit's been going on with you so i'm just gonna get straight into it because you know i could talk your fucking head off like but this is what i do so yeah that whole part so i first wanted to uh discuss um just three topics with you today i ain't gonna keep you too long um i wanted to touch bases with you guys i'm not sure if you're aware but um kanye has gotten himself into some uh criminal activity allegedly and i wanted to uh bring you up to speed on that so this story is like really bizarre as fuck like You know, as if we're not getting enough weird shit going on with Kanye and his new relationship that he is just broadcasting all over the media, um, which now, ironically, his uh, partner, I guess I'll refer to them as, is alleging that it's nothing serious, that... um, they don't have a title on whatever it is that they got going on, which in my opinion ain't really much of anything. This shit just look like a whole stunt. But hey, what do I know, right? I'm not there. But um, it definitely appears to be very false. But um, let's stick to Kanye. Kanye um was named as a suspect, you guys, in a criminal battery investigation out in L.A. So apparently Thursday morning... The uh, Los Angeles Police Department uh, was following an incident that took place outside the Soho warehouse. Now, this is a members-only club, right? So, let's just also note that, no, Kanye has not been... uh... Yeah, Kanye has not been uh, arrested 
um, as a result of this uh, criminal battery investigation. But there definitely seems to be some form of concern here regarding what took place. So the first people who really discussed this uh, situation was TMZ. They basically reported that there was an incident that took place about 3 a.m. And um, it's currently being investigated by uh, authorities. But it appears that this is a misdemeanor battery sort of case, which uh, ultimately carries a maximum jail sentence of six months, which I feel confident in saying I don't see Kanye doing jail time behind this. But uh, it's really um, unfortunate that this is even something that he has to answer for. It is uh, stated that he basically uh, assaulted a uh, fan who's saying that they just asked for an autograph. Now, we do know Kanye has had a history over the years of having a lot of controversial moments with paparazzi, um, but attacking a fan who asked for an autograph is a dead reach. I don't know if that happened. I wasn't there. If it did happen, it's kind of fucked up that it happened. But this is what they're alleging happened. Um, why, Kanye? Why? I mean, this is not his first brush with law enforcement for battery, you guys. Like, if you recall, in March 2014, he pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor count of battery against a photographer, you see? And that's what I was uh, discussing just uh, seconds ago with his run-ins with uh, paparazzi. So he was required to actually do a 24, uh, to do an anger management session for uh, about 24 of them. And to perform 250 hours of community service, uh, service, excuse me, and pay restitution to that victim. Then in January 2014, uh, Beverly Hills police investigated an incident where Kanye was accused of assaulting a man at a Cairo practice office. So I'm not sure if with those past incidences, because he is now currently facing another battery charge if they may use his prior situations as a means to to really try to give him a harsher uh judgment in this particular case if it's found that he's guilty i mean it doesn't really look good if you've constantly been getting uh the same charges and getting slapped on the wrist and yet you still seem to keep having run-ins with committing these offenses. It just it doesn't look good, but I don't see him, you know, doing bids behind this. <laughs> you know, just just to say the least. Um I hope it works out for him. I really do. But you know, this is really sad and I would have expected him with his prior uh run-ins with similar situations or charges in the past he would have not allowed himself to even be in a predicament where this could be something held over his head so you know just giving you some updates on that and we'll see um 
where the fuck that takes us. But earlier, um, you guys, I had mentioned very briefly about the Supreme Court ruling, and I want to take the time now to get a little bit more in depth about that. So yeah, that's what I'm going to be jumping into in a little second. But before I do that, you guys, I came across some information, right? This shit is crazy. When it comes to New York state laws, right? And so I figured I'd let you guys know this because I don't know how many of you guys even know this information. I live in New York state and I didn't know this fucking information. And I promise you, you're going to get a kick out of this shit. Like this is all real. No additives, no preservatives. So let me just jump right into this shit. So we're all aware that, you know, laws and bills and things of that sort get created, passed, you know, very often. And I think a lot of times people don't stay abreast on the new laws or the laws in general that coincide in the state that they live. Even with me being a paralegal and literally having the penal code <laughs> at my disposal, like it's literally on my coffee table, right? I did not know, and it's probably because these fucking laws that I'm getting ready to tell you about has never been laws that were violated, violations or laws that came across my firm in terms of us having to defend a, a client based on the offenses charged relating to what the fuck I'm getting ready to tell you about. So, you guys... I'm getting ready to tell you the 10 craziest laws in New York City, right? That will have you really saying, what the fuck? Now, some of my listeners, you guys may be familiar with this, but I'm almost certain a great amount of you are going to be like me. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and this is my state. So, did you know it is illegal to sell dog, dog or cat hair? Now, that's not too crazy, right? I, I totally can understand why that would be like what the fuck are we doing trying to sell dog or cat hair for whatever purpose but you know according to new york state law is definitely illegal to do that right i mean honestly why would anyone even want to buy that fucking dog or cat hair but you know you got some uh unorthodox people living in this world so who knows right but in New York, you will be fine, right? Moving forward. Did you also know, this is uh, law number two. It's illegal to wear slippers in public after 10 p.m. Now get the fuck out of here. My nigga. I, yo, I'm not making this shit up. It truly is fucking illegal, apparently, to wear slippers after 10 p.m. in New York, uh, in, in New York City. Now what strikes me as being really like weird is that we have one of the largest homeless uh crisis in the nation right and so many of the people who are homeless homeless those sleeping on trains those sleeping in Penn Station and in various other places there's a great deal of them that are outside after 10 wearing slippers right but that's the law. Now, whether or not you'll actually be cited for this is, is is up for debate. I certainly have never heard of a situation where somebody got uh they had they got violated or 
or they received a ticket for doing that, but it definitely is a law. Number three, did you know it's illegal to throw a ball at someone's head for fun? My nigga, like, no, seriously, I hear you. I hear you. I hear the laughs. You know, let me just laugh with you really quickly. Yeah, are you fucking shitting me? So you're telling me all these years, right? That I was in uh, CIS 166, right? That was my junior high school in the Bronx. All these years in gym where these teachers allowed us to play dodgeball. You're telling me I could have pressed charges? Because that's what it sounds like. It's illegal to throw a fucking ball at someone's head for fun. Is dodgeball not fun? Who the fuck made these laws? It stated that that actual law was originally enacted to protect carnival workers. Somehow, it still lingers and it's still affected, right? So if someone was to throw a fucking ball at your head while you're playing some kind of game, it is illegal, right? I don't know how that works in terms of pressing charges, but... It is a law. Number four. Did you know? (laughs) Yo, this shit is crazy. It's illegal to release more than 25 helium-filled balloons at a time. Are you fucking serious? You know how many times I've went to party stores and seen helium fucking balloons being blown up? That's a real specific number, 25. I don't get why that's a law, but it fucking is, right? Number five. Uh, apparently, it's illegal to walk around on Sundays with an ice cream cone in your pocket. Like, bro, bro, why the fuck would I do that? Like, I don't need a law to tell me not to do that. Now, this law is a little funny because interesting. Um, interestingly, this one, um, is a law that's in several other places also, right? So I remember being a kid and you might remember this too, watching cartoons and seeing, uh, segments of the animations or the characters putting cones in their pocket. And I thought that was really fucking weird, but, um, I see where they got the, the concept from because here in New York, it is illegal to walk around on Sundays with an ice cream cone in your pocket. I'm not even sure why you would even put a fucking ice cream cone in your pocket. But just know if you do that, it's fucking illegal. Number six. <laughs> Citizens may not greet each other by putting one's thumb to the nose and wiggling the fingers. Are you fucking for real? Uh, I am here in New York City, and this is actually a British gesture known as cocking a snook, right? So it's a sign of derision that is apparently considered so offensive that here in New York, lawmakers had to enact a law to forbid it. Wow. Yeah. Put a pin in that one. Number seven. 
It is also illegal. Now, this is the one, you guys, that got me so intrigued that I had to even give you these 10 laws. Number seven is classic. It is illegal to speak to people on an elevator. Yeah, so apparently in the state of New York, and uh, I don't even understand how someone passed this law. Um, and there's no real reasoning behind this one, but apparently elevator passen uh, passengers should silently hold their hands in front of them and face towards the door without speaking to one another. Now that might be the very reason why we have elevator music. I'm, I'm just taking a guess, right? certain buildings in New York City, certain corporate corporate offices, you know, you get in the elevator, you know, you hear that music and whatever. But my dude, it's illegal to speak to people on the elevator. So what happens if you're in an elevator with a police officer and he asks you a question? Like, what? How does that work? I'm just saying, if it's illegal to speak to somebody on an elevator and furthermore, what the fuck? Why? Why the fuck? Why? Like, why? Why? What is speaking to somebody in the elevator? How is that causing a disturbance? Or why would that even be a fucking law to enact in the first place? Like, whoa. That's just, the more I looked into these absurd laws, the more it just showed me we make laws out of any fucking thing, right? So also it, it proves a point, in my opinion, that it can't be that difficult to get a law passed if we got these idiot ass fucking laws passed and still effective in 2022. Number eight, it's illegal to apparently take a selfie with a tiger. Now, what I don't understand is forget the fact that it's illegal. Why in the fuck would anybody take a selfie with a tiger? Like now, I I get being in the zoo, the Bronx Zoo, um, and going to see the exhibits and seeing a lion or tiger and taking a photo, but apparently it's illegal for you to take this selfie with a tiger. I don't know who is going to be with a tiger and decide to take a selfie. It's not illegal to be with the tiger, right? But it's certainly illegal to take a selfie with the tiger. How the fuck did you get that close to a tiger to even take a selfie? Huh? Huh? Yeah. Number nine. <laughs> now this is, this is fucking crazy. You need a license to hang clothes on a clothesline to dry in New York City. Get the fuck out of here. Or, or I should say New York State, right? When I was a child and I used to go down south to visit my family members in North Carolina, Rocky Mount, to be exact, 647 Raleigh Road. Yeah, I recall my great-great-grandmother, Annie Ross, God bless the dead. Um, She didn't believe in in, in washing machines and, and, and things of that sort. This is like the late 80s. Um at the time and we literally she washed things out by hand with the washboard or whatever and we always hung clothes actually this is the only place I actually used to see this and so my mom when we got older in the 90s bought like some 
kind of clothes rack that she would uh, set up in the living room and we would dry our clothes like that because we had a washing machine but we didn't have a dryer. But it's astonishing to, to know that clotheslines are banned, not just in, in New York State, apparently in many areas of the country. Um, they're considered eyesores uh, that lower property values. Like, what? I mean, even though... Clearly, you're saving a lot of money and electricity by drying clothes naturally in this manner. But it's not up for debate because you need a license. Like, where the fuck do you get? Like, like stop right there, bro. Where do you get a license to hang clothes? I'm just like, where do you go get this license so that you can hang clothes to dry? Like, you fucking got to be kidding me. And last but not least, number 10. Men outside of their home must wear a matching jacket and pants. This is a law, you guys, right? How bizarre is that? Like, technically, it is against the law for a man to come outside of his home. And if he's, he must, let me put it this way. A man that is outside of his home has to wear a matching jacket and pants. And if he's not doing some, doing such some, this weed got me tripping. If he is doing so, he is technically committing an offense because of some sort, because it is a law. Like we actually made these laws? Who the fuck were the lawmakers that passed this shit? Or more importantly, who was the law lobbyist or the lawmaker who decided to petition this to become a law? This has got to be, no bullshit, the craziest and most bizarre laws that I've ever found. I'm curious to actually start going through each state, you guys, just to find the most bizarre laws enacted in each of your states and I think that's something that I am actually going to do so yeah we started with my state New York and you see how crazy that shit got and just look forward to me giving you 10 laws uh for additional states in the upcoming episodes that are bizarre as fuck so yeah there's that guys how about that <laughs> Wow. So let me jump right into now a little bit more serious topic as it pertains to the Supreme Court ruling that uh, we now have gotten information about in regards to the, the vaccine mandate by the Biden administration. So what I what I'm understanding, right, is that. The Biden administration basically mandated that employees, employ your employer, if they had employees of more than 100 people in their business, were mandating that the employees either take the vaccine or they had to, if they chose not to, they were subjected to take a COVID test every week to show that they did not have COVID. At some point, though, uh, Biden was uh, was gunning for having that 
the testing for those who did not get the uh, vaccine. I'm trying to get rid of that too and just have it to where, no, that's not even an option anymore. Every motherfucking body in New, in New York, specifically for, it depends on the state that you live in, right? But he is the president and he definitely was trying to enforce this pretty much in every state. You have states uh, that was not for the fuck shit and they, they challenged it and brought it before the Supreme Court. I am definitely disappointed in the fact that New York City was not one of those states who did that, but I completely understand why. Because everything with New York State is just about money and they could care less, um, in my opinion, about much of anything else. So, you know, when you don't have people coming to work or people are sick and they can't come to work because they have to be quarantined for COVID purposes and this, that, and third, it definitely affects the economy and doesn't seem like in my state we're really that concerned about health as much as we're concerned about generating wealth, right? Hmm. Yeah, that part. So on Thursday, the Supreme Court basically put a stop to the Biden's administration and continuing to mandate these vaccines. Now, in Biden's defense or in his reaction to uh, the court's decision, he believes that it was a very uh, unwise choice. And obviously you can see why he feels that way um, because it goes against what he was trying to uh, implement or implemented and now has to, um, now really does not have the, the, the authority, I should say, to continue doing such on a, on a national scale. But do keep in mind, this is where it gets like a catch-22 for me. Because although the Supreme Court is the law of the land, you know, states are still entitled to do things according to how their laws are in place. So for the states that did not agree with the mandate, uh, with the actual mandate of the vaccine, they... This is a huge win for them, right? It gets kind of tricky because even though the Supreme Court states or rather blocked the nationwide vaccine and testing mandate for large businesses, and they also now allow healthcare worker vaccine mandates. Um, when it comes to the healthcare worker vaccine mandates, that has been put a hold on. How does that work? If you're saying on a federal level, it can't be done, but you happen to reside in a state where it's being done. You get what I'm saying? Like, if the federal government is the law of the land and what they say is what it is, then how then can the state decide to do something totally different because it's on a state level? Because the way I see it, and you guys, I would love for feedback. You guys are always welcome to uh, give me dialogue on this because... Just imagine if Brown versus Board of Education and several other landmark cases that pertain to segregation was one on a federal level, but it only applied to the state in which the issue was brought before the Supreme Court. Like, I don't remember Brown versus um, Board of Education and any other uh, landmark related cases as it pertains to segregation and civil rights, once that case was won, only pertaining to, this, to that particular state in which 
it came out of. Yeah, it pretty much once the Supreme Court made the decision was a reflection now on all 50 states, right? So how the fuck is it if the federal government says, hey, y'all niggas can't execute these mandates no more in, in, in the workplace, how then is the decision still left up to your state and also still left up to your employer? So where does that leave the people if they know constitutionally they don't have to take this mandate vaccine because the fucking Supreme Court said it's disallowed now to go to your state and your employer is like, yeah, no. We know what the what they said on a federal level, but here at home, we're still executing that. It, it seems like a slippery slope. You'll be going back and forth constantly trying to fight for your liberties when the Supreme Court already granted you the right to not to get this mandate. Should you challenge that with your employer? It may not go too well, especially if your employer does not want to do things as the Supreme Court stated and they decide to do things as their state is stating. And I and my state, unfortunately, is all for the mandate of the vaccine. I guess at some point I might have to consider leaving New York because if you know, if if we can have things our liberties uh, violated on a state level and uh, the federal uh, government when it comes to the courts indicate that this is not this is not uh, correct and they uh, shoot down these mandates what the fuck am I to believe when I'm in, in like you, it sounds to me like it's a it's it's a, a railroad. So really, who do we listen to? Do you listen to the federal government who says you're not supposed to be, you don't have to, you're not mandated to get a vaccine, or do you listen to the state of New York, who currently is saying yeah the fuck you are like? But in addition, I want to say that those states, mostly Republican states too, that had the courage to fight against this mandate this is definitely a huge win for them uh, I don't know how this is going to work for the rest of our asses who were literally forced to adhere to this or go through a whole lot of complications for not doing it I don't really understand how that works to our benefit but just know that uh the Biden administration has already been notified that these mandates are unconstitutional and this is not something that they can continue doing, um, at the very least mandating it. The court did uh, emphasize that the vaccine rules were not property tailored to the risk facing different types of workers and workplaces. Now, what I'm deeply concerned about as a parent is that, okay, if you can't get them there, we're going to find somewhere else to get you, right? So if I can't mandate these adults to take this vaccine at their jobs, we certainly will find a way to mandate that your kids, the younger generations, right? Which is, would be more beneficial for them to be mandated anyway, right? They're going to find a way to mandate that shit as it applies to DOE. Department of Education, I promise you. 
which is kind of weird because the Department of Education is federal. So I want to see again, how the fuck does all of this map out? I mean, I'm all still for mask at work if it's necessary, weekly COVID-19 testing, if that's something else that needs to continue to um, operate. But Biden's administration still argues that OSHA's power to force employees, uh, employers with uh, 100 or more workers to institute a vaccine requirement or weekly COVID-19 testing was done so to, to protect the employees from grave danger, as they so eloquently uh, indicated. I don't know, you guys. We're just going to have to see how this shit pan the fuck out. It's going to be a case-by-case sort of situation, day-by-day sort of scenario. But um, just know that currently the ruling is, as mentioned, there has been a block on the Biden administration on the mandate of this vaccine. And I'm pretty sure it's going to, as days pass, weeks pass, months pass, it's going to get a lot more in depth in how that works as it relates individually to each particular state. So you guys, yeah. <laughs> Lots of shit going on right now. Um, Come back and we, uh, Fuck with me in my next episodes where I will more than likely be uh, tapping back into battle rap um, and the latest on what's going on with that, which a lot. Shout out to all my battle rap uh, fans. A lot has been going on in the battle rap community. You do have um, Remy Martin. Remy Ma, I should say. Remy Ma, who uh, is a Bronx native, just uh, created a battle rap battle rap league of her own I'm I'm it's to my understanding I believe it's an all-female battle rap league I'm a little jaded on that only because um there already exists an all-female battle rap league it is queen of the ring I feel it's a little bit like stepping on their toes um just my opinion Remy if you hear this um to incorporate that type of league when one already exists and not um, work with them, right? It's like you just came out of nowhere and after going to a couple of smack battles, you and your husband, you decide you want to get a league of your own or female. And, and, and ironically, a lot of rapper, battle rappers from Queen of the Ring are set to perform in her league. So I'm just curious as to why there was no collaboration or why she did not work with Queen of the Ring and just decided to like go over them, open up her own league, and not to say that she needed anybody's permission, right? Definitely not, but I think it's a little tasteless to just hop on somebody else's bandwagon and not even invite them at the table. Like, that's just how I'm looking at it. You know, battle rap is a phenomenal sport. I am a diehard fan. Like I said, I've been watching this shit since, like, 2010 type shit back when it was just when the first battle rap I ever seen or league was grind time right 
Rest in peace, Pumpkin. Uh, Pumpkinhead, I believe that's his name. Um, so, yeah, to go from me watching Grand Time with Dumbfounded and, 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 and uh, artists like Thesaurus, right, to uh, before Smack was all, you know, what Smack is now, when Smack, to me, was more uh, grounded in the heart of battle rap, and it wasn't just, like, solely based on politics and money, right? Because now it kind of looks a little too corporate for me. But um, it's still an amazing sport and an amazing art. I've seen so many leagues being created as a result of the empire or the, the veteran leagues that began. I just never... I just think it's a little awkward that, you know... There's a new league coming out for Strictly Females and nobody's giving recognition to the original uh, Battle Rap League for women, right? So that's just my opinion on it. So I'm going to leave you with that for now. And um, yeah, I'll touch bases with you, you know, as soon as possible. So you guys, enjoy your night. I'm getting ready to go out. Ow! And I don't even go out, y'all. So yeah, <laughs> new year, new things, right? So Enjoy your night and um, namaste. Later, you guys. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone.